Hey, you're listening to WKNC Interviews Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and never miss an episode. Enjoy listening. WKNC 88.1 Raleigh. That song you just heard was by Skylar Spence. It's called Fall Harder. That was a request, and you too can make a request. But not right now, because I've got the color exchange in here. Uh, They're in the studio for a little interview. It's going to be super exciting. You may have formerly known them, maybe, as Clockwork Kids, but they're not that anymore. They are the color exchange. And I'm going to play you a song from them. This is called Sparks off of their new-ish, new? New-ish? Brand new, yes. Brand new album. It's called it's called Cubed, and I'm very excited to hear this. So this song is called Sparks from the Color Exchange, and you're listening to WKNC.
That song you just heard was by the Color Exchange. It was called Sparks. You can hear more of them tonight when they're playing local band, local beer, out at Tiernog Irish Pub in Raleigh. It's right off of Blunt Street. Some of you might call it Blount Street. I used to call it that, but I don't know. People are, I don't know what it is. I'm just going to just gonna go with it. Anyways, show starts at 9.30. We've got Happy Abandoned, the Color Exchange, who you just heard, and Baron Graves all playing tonight. It's going to be excellent. We've got some... Local brewery out on tap and for sample, and uh, we're going to dance a lot. It's going to be excellent. But yeah, right now I've got the color exchange in the studio with me. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> what? That's- Sorry, no, I was laughing at Brett. <laughs> Our right. didn't Hello, say anything. Everyone. Well, I figured we didn't need three thank yous. <laughs> thank That's you is hey, what we're trying to our say. Our listeners Brett's need all here. the thank yous they thanks. can get. All right, so... State the obvious. The last time I spoke with you, you were clockwork kids. That's right. What? What's going on? Uh, well, basically, um, shortly after we played local band, local beer last September, we started writing and recording a new record, and we had just changed lineups and we had changed instrumentation. And as we were writing this new material, we came to realize that it didn't make any sense to release it as clockwork kids. And uh, Chris Petto, our guitar player, who's the other remaining original Clockwork Kid along with myself, we were just tired of the old stuff and we wanted to change. And having played with Brett and Chris McCarty, who are both here with me right now, for a couple months at that point, we were like, yeah, let's start over. And it's been great so far. I've been thrilled about it. Great. So probably touch a little more on all that in the next little round of speaking that we do after your next song but so do you guys consider yourselves the same band with a different name or just a completely different band completely different band um it became really apparent once we started playing with the four of us that it was a different sound and different sort of approach so that's kind of what led to the name change and the different feel for everything yeah, I think it became pretty clear that this um, this material was very different and it just didn't make sense for us to be the same band anymore. Awesome. So tell me what you guys have been up to lately. I know that you've toured and I know you just put some new tunes out, but would you go a, speak a little bit more yeah, to that? For sure. Um, so yeah, we recorded the record and we went on tour all the way up to Ottawa and Montreal in March. It was our third time... It was my third time, at least, doing those run of dates, so we know all the the venues to play, and we have friends everywhere who can play with us or let us crash on their couches. So it was the most, I would say, successful tour I've been a part of, at least. Um, we also released our album Cubed in April. We uh, just signed a contract with a record label in California. They'll put it out on vinyl for us in September, so we're Sweet. pretty jazzed about that. Who, who are they? Um, if you they're don't called remember. Bleeding Gold Records, um, and we're very grateful to have them in our wheelhouse. And uh, we also made a music video, The Cat's Cradle, back in February uh, for Sparks, which is the song that just played. Um, I think that's about it. Am I missing anything? Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Keep them busy, basically. Sounds like you guys have been real busy, and I'm going to go ahead and play another one of your songs. This is called Oxygen, again off of the new album Cubed by The Color Exchange, right here on WKNC.
you're listening to WKNC 88.1. I am Justin from The Color Exchange, and with us in the studio, we have Fionn, who is a DJ WKNC. (laughs) Fionn, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, Justin. How are you? I'm great. How is your day so far? Oh, it's been been excellent. You know, went to work, went to a coffee shop and did more work, kind of, and then came here. It's been wonderful. Awesome. No one ever asks me that. Seriously. Isn't Justin great at talking? Justin... You've got a smooth voice, like a like butter, just Thank like you. butter. I was gonna come up with something better than that, but I. I have been talking for about twenty four years. I think I have a fairly good grasp on the practice. Well, you're doing a great job, and I aspire to speak exactly <laughs> like you. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. <laughs> All right, so uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about how your sound has changed, because obviously it changed enough that you became a different band um yeah so can you speak to that a bit for me sure um the the biggest thing we noticed is i mean when clockwork kids started out we had three guitar players and one of the guitar players was sometimes play bass so i would only sing and in this band we have no backing vocalists we have only one guitar player and we have loads of keyboards and string patches and layers and triggers and loops and stuff like that and we so it's a lot more, I guess, it's a lot quieter and a lot more manageable in a live setting. And uh, we were also realizing that all the songs that used to get played at Clockwork Kids shows don't really get played anymore. So that those two factors were the two biggest ones that led to us being like, all right, start over. But I would say that's the biggest change, probably. It's a little bit more pop conscious instead of jam rock oriented, I would say. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I'd agree with that. Like, the big thing that, like, I had in my mind the entire time we were making the record was to emphasize that it was, they were pop songs, and they were a lot more concise than Clockwork Kid stuff was. And that was kind of, uh, in recording the album, I kind of had to berate them sometimes uh, <laughs> to not put quite so many layers and things going on. But, yeah. What do you think spurred that change in your teens? I don't know, from my point of view, it, it was very organic, because I, I don't feel like there was ever really a, like, we didn't sit down and be like, this was our sound, this is our sound now. Right. It was just, we we started writing the album, um, and that was a very organic process, too, that it was kind of, mm-hmm. the, the bones of the song kind of got laid down, and then we each kind of worked out our parts, um, so it happened in a very... I don't know, like we all kind of came together to to write it to a certain extent. Yeah. And like to, I guess, corroborate on that, a big difference this record had from previous records of ours is uh, our guitar player who's, t- who's listening right now somewhere in the triangle, Hello Chris, um, would basically wrote the bulk of the songs using MIDI files on his laptop, whereas he and I would usually partner up with acoustic guitars and drum sets and record demos on our iPhones and then write lyrics to them. But this time all the music was pretty much fleshed out before we even started. Um, and because it was all fleshed out before we started, that means we recorded everything and then figured out how to play it live later. Whereas on previous records, we would write the music, drill it live, see what we liked about it, and then recorded it when we thought we had a final version locked down. Mm-hmm. Which is nice because it let us. It meant we could spend all the time we wanted on our record and then learn how, learning how to play all that live later was a really, really fun challenge. And... Uh, and we kind of delayed playing in the Triangle until we went on tour and came back to make sure it all worked before we started playing anybody we knew. And 
it's been a really, really fun, different process. It feels like playing music for the first time all over again, which is one of the nice benefits of renaming and rebranding ourselves because then it's like all the exciting things that happen from being a brand new band with the network that we've managed to achieve and cultivate after being around for like three years. So it's been rewarding is my cherry on top of that run on. Hey, thank you for all that insight. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> You're welcome. That wasn't funny. I, I wasn't joking. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. um, so have you found yourselves with a different fan base or do you, have you noticed anything different um, there? I know you said that you went on tour and you knew yeah. a bunch of people, all that. Mm. So what are some differences and what are some similarities in touring as two different bands? Uh, I would say like in terms of fan base, a lot of our, um, a lot, like we formed in college, Clockwork Kids did, and we all graduated and a lot of our friends graduated and moved, which is kind of sad, but it's also nice because a lot of those friends moved to cities that we played in on tour, like New York City or Philadelphia or Boston. So we'd have even more people at those markets away from home, which is nice, but because we weren't the same band and the same music, it wasn't necessarily... People were there to see us as people, not necessarily us as musicians, which is fine because then it meant we were playing to New Year's all the time. Right. Which meant we had no... Um, Brett's giggling at his telephone, so I'm distracted. Yeah, I, I just had uh, 10 text messages from Chris Petto, our guitarist. Um, what do you say? Hey, Chris. I, I can't read them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Find out these not, mystery not, and many more. No, I'm really curious, but... After the break, maybe you'll find out what he was giggling about. We'll, we'll find a PG man. way to relay information. Right here in WKNC again, my name is Fion. I'm interviewing the Color Exchange before Local Band Local Beer tonight. I'm going to go ahead and roll into one of their next songs. This is called Beacons, again, by the Color Exchange right here on WKNC.
WKNC 88.1, that song you just heard was by The Color Exchange. It's called Beacons, and they are here for just a little bit longer, and I'm holding a phone. I'm going to hang it up really quick. Here's a brief, brief intermission. You guys have to talk while I put this down. All right, just put it on the phone. Just put it on the phone. She comes back to the phone. Just go back to the phone, and Vion purchases the phone. She puts the headphones on, and she's back at the microphone. I'm back. The crowd of three goes wild. (laughs) (laughs) So... I hear you guys came in to tell me jokes. So Justin just got something that he brought into our lives, and it's an incredibly negative influence, and I'm so grumpy with him for it. He bought a selfie stick. I did not I, buy a selfie stick. It was a gift. It was a gift. For my dear sweet mother, how dare you? You would have bought one. I, I, I find it whimsical. Thank you, How Chris. is it whimsical? Thank it's you. it's uh, obnoxious. It's a stick that takes pictures with your phone. Boom. As a media production major, you can enjoy the idea of having a longer shaft for your telephone for like nice panning shots and stuff, right? 
Do you use it for nice panning shots? Or do I you do. Take when it I got it, I have, I, have a video on my, I have a video on my phone of me pretending it's a golf club, and it has like a really sweet like 360-degree shot of my shoulders. My you shoulders wonder, you really wonder why good. all your cables and phones and equipment die. You use well, them like golf clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot confirm or deny that statement. <laughs> you got me. Do you think that the selfie stick has greater implications for our generation? I love how you just got so serious. <laughs> no, know, definitely not. Absolutely funny. not. <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's just something for like 30-year-olds to write think pieces about, and then it'll die out. Do they really write think pieces about this? Oh, yeah. They're like how weird Absolutely. millennials are too weak to ask strangers to take photos, but I actually like the selfie stick for the... And we're narcissistic and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yada, yada, yada. I'm glad that I haven't wandered into that corner of the internet yet. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a very way worse corners to wander into. If, uh, if, if David Brooks is listening, stop writing about millennials. You're, you're an idiot. You're out of touch, old man. You just don't get it. Pretty much. (laughs) Not hipping down with the times. (laughs) So on a more music slash you related note, your phone is ringing. Your phone is ringing. You didn't turn off You just turned it off like five minutes ago. Hi, Nathan. I'm on the radio. Can I call you back later? No respect. Hi, hi, no respect for this <laughs> beautiful medium. My friend Nathan Huvard from uh, oh, I know who Ellis and Dyson in the Shambles just called. Sorry for not talking to you now, Nathan. You were saying, Fiona, I'm sorry to interrupt. That was very rude of me. I apologize. Incredibly rude. It's okay. I like them a lot, too. They're great. I don't mind a phone call from them. They don't call me, though, because I don't actually know. Hear that, that Nathan? Well, you should so. call Fion. Ugh. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So... Back to what I was trying to say. Um, so have you faced any... <laughs> I can't go back to being serious after this. Stop laughing. I'm sorry. <clears throat> trying to be professional. <laughs> Anyways. So have you guys faced any challenges with this this whole name change? Or with the direction that you're going? No, it's it's been really great. It's been pretty smooth. We have a, like a bunch of stuff coming up playing with some of our favorite bands so i don't think we have any sort of i can't think of any downsides really it's just been uphill wait uphill in a good way whatever it's been good <laughs> things have been good and they this keep is what getting, happens when you get a selfie stick and they keep getting more good <laughs> my brain has atrophied <laughs> thanks to my selfie stick whatever direction good things are we're, we're going that way yes uh, you mentioned some some things that are coming up. Would you tell me what you got going on soon? Yeah, um, in a couple of weeks we're playing with our buddies Museum Mouth in Wilmington. Uh, I know WKNC loves Museum Mouth. We love them too. We're and then the next day in Greensboro we're playing with our old friends Dad and Dad along with If Strangers and Daddy Issues. So that's one bill we're really stoked about. That's a really great bill. Yeah. When when where? That's uh, Sunday, July twelfth at the Westerwood Tavern in Greensboro. Um, and our next big headlining show is at the Cat's Cradle back room in our hometown of Chapel Hill slash Carborough. And our really old friends, Ulipo, Ulipo, are opening that show, um, along with our friends Breakers from Boston, who went to high school with me and Chris. And uh, we're just really excited to have them come down here. But that's uh, August 22nd. Um, and in September, our album comes out on electric blue translucent vinyl. So plenty of stuff to look forward to. In the next couple months. Sounds like you guys are going to be pretty busy, but sounds exciting. It is. Um, awesome. You never even told me a joke. 
anti-toy joke. I'm trying to. I. I it's oh, like when, when somebody says. All you said was selfie joke. stick. Yes for yeah. Well, that's yes the thing for was, a joke, and Brett started talking about selfie well, sticks. Well, said, I didn't have a joke, so I went to the next best thing that is effectively. <laughs> You're a joke. not Andy Rooney, Brett. Can't talk about things like that. I, just, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you guys have any last words for our listeners? Um. It's been an honor putting sounds in your ear holes. Thanks uh, for tuning in. Respect the cheesequake. <laughs> John Snow question. lives. What is a cheesequake? Uh, <laughs> it is Chris's battleground. It is an enigma. It is so. It is so many things. Um, it, <laughs> it, it, it started out as uh, our guitarist thinking about what it would be like to walk into a room full of crash singles. Not just singles stacked on top of each other, but a room full of melted craft like, singles. More, th- more think of a giant block of Velveeta, kind of like that. So it's a block, it's not in liquid form. No, no, it's yeah. like it's like that semi-liquid, you know, it's not It's not exactly a solid, it's, it's not exactly not a food. a real cheese. It's not cheese. Um, there was... He's uh, talking about walking through it with a machete. And just carving through it. Um so there's a series of YouTube videos uh, called Red Hot Ball of Nickel. <laughs> and so a guy heats up a ball, of, a ball of nickel and puts it on things to see how quickly it melts or combusts or what have you. Um, puts it on things? Put Like just sets it on things. Like he gets a okay. pair of like a vice or a pair of pliers or whatever and puts it on things. Uh, he put it in a block of Velveeta and it got, it's about an inch in diameter. It got halfway in and then it just stopped a red hot ball of nickel could not burn through Velveeta and I found that incredible (laughs) (laughs) the world world works in mysterious ways thank you for those beautiful last words and if you're listening well now you know Velveeta is indestructible. And you're listening to WKNC 88.1. Thank you for tuning in, but stick around because we've got Happy Abandon coming in for their interview. Yeah. And uh, both of these bands, plus Baron Grays, will be playing at local band, local beer tonight, off Blunt slash Blount Street at Tiernanog. Tiernanog with a long O. Irish pub in Raleigh at 9.30. And we hope to see you there. Till then, this song is called... Answer by the color exchange, and again, stick around for happy abandon. Thanks for listening. Right here. Bye, everyone. Bye. If you can see, John Snow lives. Goodbye. <laughs> It's not